Greetings and welcome to the broadcast. I'm your host, Maggie Cavanaugh, and today I have with me an amazing couple. I have Chanel and Troy, and they are known as the founders of Hustle Recovery. And you might be saying, what is Hustle Recovery? Well, every day is a struggle whenever you're battling addiction. And they are here tonight to share with us a little bit about the things they've been doing. And I'll tell you, I'm incredibly impressed with this couple. The things they have been able to do in the last 18 months sometimes takes people years to accomplish when it comes to uh, being sensitive to the needs of others. And so I want to welcome the two of you to the broadcast. Hey. Hey. Glad to be here. Yes. So glad that you guys are here because uh, when I heard your story, I was like, that's a God story. That's a God story because I do believe the scriptures and the scriptures talk about freedom. And whenever people find a level of freedom, it's, it's like we pay it forward. Uh, we turn around and share with others. Uh, it reminds me of even, you know, here we are Christmas time and, you know, how the shepherds and them, they seen the birth of baby Jesus. And they're like, people need to know. Well, I really feel like people need to know about availability of recovery. Because so many people struggle with the idea of, I can't get help because I don't have insurance. I can't get Mm -hmm. help because nobody cares. I can't get help because this is just the way things are for me. I'll always be this way. Nothing will ever change. And they get stuck in these mindsets. And I see you shaking your head no, Troy, because I know (laughs) that you know it's a lie, isn't it? It's a lie. All right. Well, uh, one of you, either one of you, take a moment and tell um, just a snippet of the story of how Hustle Recovery started. You want to take this one? Yeah. Um, May the 1st of 2020, um, a good friend of mine named Josh passed away from an overdose. Um, A couple of weeks before that, his mother, Miss Judy, had invited me to come out and speak to him. She really he was kind of getting out of hand with his addiction. His wife was kind of getting fed up. Um, they had a new baby, this and that. So I, I went out to his house to have a talk with him. Um, but you know, my, my discussion with him was more along the lines of, you know, you need to chill out, man. You're going to end up getting a divorce. You don't want to go through that. It's not pretty. You got this nine month old son. Um, you're going to lose your job, you know, um of course he told me yeah man i understand um i'm I'm gonna straighten it up i'm not gonna do that anymore well two weeks almost to the day i get a call from miss judy and she tells me that uh josh had passed away that morning of an overdose so you know i was in my feelings you know how you get could i've said something different um should i just put his butt in the car and brought him home with me you know what i mean like surely there was something i could have done differently um so what i ended up doing i felt like i was led by the spirit to put a post on facebook that basically just said man if if you guys are dealing with addiction you don't have to die like there's people out here that will help you um if you don't know how to get help then here's my phone number call me i'll help you Uh, i talked a little more about josh and his family and the devastation they were going through and at the end of the post i asked if people would please share it um, if you're reading this, please share it. Maybe we can reach some of your friends and family and they don't have to die the way Josh did. Well, this is where God stepped in. <laughs> and that, that post was shared hundreds of times. Um, about 20 days after I put that post up, I started receiving calls from people who I'd never met in my life. 
that said, hey, man, I seen on Facebook you can help people get into rehab with or without insurance. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I really put my foot in my mouth because at that point in time, I had no clue how I was going to get somebody into rehab. So I went to my beautiful fiance and was like, baby, you've got to help me here. So basically we sat down and we just started um, Googling different facilities. Um, we spent days calling the facilities, people would answer and we would just say, hey, um, my name is Troy. I'm a recovering addict myself. I'm tired of watching my friends die. Is there anything you could do to help me? So nine times out of 10, the response would be, hey man, I'm a recovering addict too. I'd love to help you. So today we're affiliated with what? We're not affiliated. We, we're not affiliated, we but we work, work with, with about 30 to 40 different, um, different treatment programs. We work with Mirror Lake, uh, Mending Arts, um, The Commitment House, The Journey Pure, um, and Buffalo we, Valley. Buffalo Valley. Freeman Center. Freeman Center. <laughs> We're not going to name it. And, um, and, and also hundreds of different sober living houses for when they get done with their program. Once they complete their program, they can get continue on their journey of recovery and get into sober living. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So basically what we do is... Um, People contact us, usually they're pretty much at the rock bottom at that time, um, within about, what, 48 hours, um, we'll have them in uh, to, to the facility somewhere, whether it's in-state or out-state, um, and then what we do is we go to you, we come to wherever you're at, um, if you're in a jail, if you're in a trap house, the projects, um, a homeless camp, it doesn't matter to us, we're coming to get you. Uh, we come and we pick you up. Uh, we make sure that you're fed, we get you to the facility, um, and then what we do is we actually follow you through your recovery. Um, usually about the third week in treatment is when you'll do your exit plan. Um, most of the time we'll be on the phone with them and their counselor at that time, helping them come up with a home plan. Um, that's where the sober living houses come in. Um, so when you walk out of treatment, we're the first face you see. Uh, we pick you up from treatment as long as you graduate, <laughs> and then uh, we help you get set up after that. We get you into housing, um, whether it's a halfway house, sober living house, three-quarter house, whatever you need. Um, a lot of times I can help people get jobs, um, and then we'll help you get back and forth to uh, NA and AA meetings, help you get a temporary sponsor, really just anything you need. Um, and we're, we're always here, like if they need some support or they're going through something, and when we're here and to and to give them more encouragement and inspiration to continue on their journey because it's hard at first you know that first in recovery when you get into but it gets easier but it's it's tough at first and you hit these roller coasters where it's easy and then it gets hard and so we just we've been through it and, and we know it can be done the fact that y'all have been through it gives you a level of authority in the spirit realm to help other people. You know, um, I mean, it's when people, there's a saying that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so the vision that within uh, what you're doing is powerful because they know that you care, you know, because... <laughs> Um, because you show up and I'll, and I'll just say someone who's very near and dear to me and I won't, I don't ever, uh, choose to talk about other people's recovery road because that's their story. They were able to get this person, uh, into treatment who had failed previously, uh, due to attempts. And, 
And in addition to that is still walking out that journey with them. Now, yeah. obviously it's the two of them and then they've got John and what's the young lady that works with you? What's her name? Jen. Jenny. Mm -hmm. John and Jen. Miss uh, Renee also. Renee. Okay. <laughs> there's, yeah. there's a lot of them. There, there's quite a few actually. Miss Caleb. And <laughs> Caleb, we've had, a, we've had a lot of and people Francine. come in to uh, volunteer with yeah. us and help us because you know, we, we don't get paid for this at all. Um, we fund this out of our own pocket. So we really depend on our volunteers to help us out with the transportation and doing the, the outreach events and things like that. So yeah, there's, there's a whole group of them. Yeah. We even got some in, in Knoxville. Give a shout out to yeah, Eric yeah. for his help. Thank you guys. Uh, yes. um, yeah, we definitely like, could do it without you. And what we always like to tell them is, you know, once you complete your program and, and you, you become a part of our team, you become a part of Hustle. You know, you have, they have now have the power to help save other lives because they've been through it and their story is going to be able to um, help save other people's lives. And that's what it's all about. Absolutely. And I love it. I know um, you guys have gone to, oh my gosh, Georgia. And I know you go to Kentucky like every week, yeah. uh, Commitment House, uh, uh, which is a great program over there for those of y'all in the Elizabethtown area, if you're looking for a facility yeah. in there. Uh, but they will literally have, they have picked people up as far as what, Georgia, is that how far you've gone? We, we, we flew people in from uh, Texas and Florida as well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's absolutely yeah, amazing. We'll get, we'll get people bus tickets if they need, you know, if they don't have a way and we can't go and get them immediately. Um, yeah, we Yesterday, I actually spent probably 12 hours driving. Yeah. <laughs> She's a soldier for sure. That's a lot. That's definitely a lot. But you guys are working on getting a 501c3 where you can become a nonprofit, right? We are, yeah. Yes. yeah, we're very, very close. So I think we got one form left to do. So yes. yeah, yeah. So for those yeah. of you watching this and you have a heart for recovery, this is conceived to sow into because let me tell you what, gas is high, cost of maintenance of vehicles is high, time and effort. And you heard it, they've been funding this out of their pocket. And I think I don't know, I don't want to get specific with their budget costs, but they have put substantial, and I mean <laughs> substantial amount of money into this for the sake of doing the right thing to help other people. And so I'm really excited. So the vision is to open your own facility, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We're, uh, that should be coming soon, actually. Yeah, that's actually, it's not going to be, um, it's not going to be part of hustle, hustle, but it's going to be something separate that we yeah. do. It's a 33 bed facility. Um, hopefully if, you know, God willing, um, it'd be a six month work program for guys that are trying to avoid going into incarceration. Um, it'll be something that we do in addition to the sober living house. Yeah, it's just going to be another house. option for people to get into treatment because there just there needs to be more options in, in Tennessee for people, especially with people without insurance. Um, yeah. We help well, most of the people that come to us for help don't have insurance and we just want to be able to have provide more places for them to go immediately. Yeah. We know how crucial that that when they when somebody's reaching out for help, we understand how crucial the next four, 24 to 48 hours is. Yeah. That's right. Because if you don't get them a bed somewhere, they're going to be calling somebody else and it's not going to be for a bed. It's going to be right. For exactly. Yes, exactly. Yes, um, my, my goal for Hustle, though, is to have a, a facility, not a residential facility. But I would I would like we would like to have somewhere where. Um, somebody could walk in and whether it be the mom, the, the child, the, the addicts themselves, 
walk in and be like, I need help. And um, we, we want to offer intervention. Um, we want to offer round the clock AA and NA meetings, as well as Al-Anon and Nar-Anon. Um, we want to be able to bring that individual in, set them in a room and be able to, to bring out folders and show them what their options for treatment are. And then they can have pick, the, pick right then and then have a van sitting out front and get them in the van and take them to treatment all in one, one, one place to go. That's right. One stop, one stop shop for recovery. Yes, yes ma'am. All right. Well, when you need when you need people, you I'm going to be praying that the Lord sends you tons of people that are on deck that have been there, done that and are walking it out on the other side. Who can encourage them and pray for them and so forth? Because, you know, I, I'll tell you, I I am. a Well, you guys, everybody knows anybody watches the broadcast knows I'm a, I'm a Jesus freak. OK, I don't make no bones about it. I believe that there is freedom in Christ. But I also know that there are sometimes where people aren't there. You know, they've been hurt in the church or they've got a bad disdain in their mouth about spirituality for whatever the case may be. And we have to meet people right where they're at, because that's what Jesus did. He didn't tell Mary Magdalene, uh, hey, uh, go get cleaned up and then I'll cast them demons out of you. No, he says, go do it now. You know, so I firmly believe that uh, it takes so much prayer of people that understand how this works, because and, and I think we're doing better now as a society where there's not the stigma involved, yeah. mm-hmm. where people aren't as ashamed. I mean, look, they already feel bad enough. They don't need somebody judging them. They don't need anybody right. like, you know, oh, well, you smell or you, you know, how long, when was the last time you had a bath or you look like, you know, all the stereotypes, you yeah. know. Uh, They need to know that people care and they need to know people on the other side. And I've actually seen uh, uh, a few pictures and know a few people that here they were then and here they are now. And it's like day and night. And that is undeniable that recovery happens. I'm a huge advocate for it. Most people know that. But I'm just so excited about what God's doing through the two of you and doing it together because you've been there. And so for those of you uh, that are watching this and you're like, I want to hear their story. Okay, you're going to have to come back in September. Hear their story and their testimony because, you know, recovery month, I do testimonies of people that have overcome. But I want you guys to commit. Those of you that are Christ followers watching this broadcast, I want you to commit to pray for them because they need provision for the vision. They need sleep. Okay, they need rest. They right. need, you know, um, and Troy is working full time uh, a job. Okay, to fund this as well as uh, Window World. Shout <laughs> <laughs> out to Window World. That's um, right. and, um, to, to be able to fund this, and <laughs> Chanel is like every time I talk to her, she's in the car, she's either picking someone up, dropping someone off, or she's multitasking in some way. Yes. And I know firsthand when you are pouring out that much, you have got to be poured back into. And so That's pray cool. for them, pray for their spiritual strength, their physical strength, pray for finances to come in, and pray for this 33 bed facility that needs to be opened. Uh, what county are y'all looking at? Can you say, or is that? Um, um, yeah, Cheatham County is where we're going to do it at, but okay. we're going to receive people from all over Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Any, anybody, we won't turn down anybody who's needing help. We won't turn anybody down. No. Uh, we'll I'll do whatever we can to help anybody out that's looking to get into recovery. Yeah, we, we've been very blessed so far to be able to help every single person that's actually wanted to help the call. Now, I'm not going to say everybody that called we helped because sometimes they disappear on you. Yeah. Stuff changes and they decide not to go. Um, because, you know, 
going into treatment is a scary thing. It's change, you know, and change is very, very scary for a lot of people. Um, but I can tell you this, it, once, once you get through that part of it, it's so much better on this side yes. of it, so much better. And like she said earlier, we, we try to make people kind of a part of the hustle um, family. Um, you know, they become volunteers. They help us reach out to other people that are needing help. They help us follow up with people who's already been through treatment because there's a lot of power in an addict helping another addict mm -hmm. or yeah. an alcoholic helping another alcoholic. Mm -hmm. um, because if you haven't, if you haven't been through it, then it's hard to tell somebody about it. You know, um, right. if you're in the middle of that, you're not going to really listen to what someone else has to say about it uh, unless they've been there and done that. So experience that. Um, well, I'll tell you, it's incredible. Um, and that's why the whole uh, sponsorship is powerful and accountability. And so um, <laughs> I just have to put a little smiley face up there because that's just fun. Uh, <laughs> well, I love there, you know, when we look at this through a biblical standpoint, and most of my viewers are, you know, we are hardcore Jesus lovers. And it is the. It is almost, it's a discipleship formula. Okay. And th so it's helping the next person. That's yeah. like whenever people become, you know, a Christian, they dedicate their life to the Lord. They need somebody else who knows the Bible or they know some, you know, know something to help them walk that out. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I always use the expression of, we don't take a baby, birth a baby, and then go set them in the road and go, ah, hope you make it. No, right. they need someone to care for them. They need to know they're loved. They need to know they're supported. They need someone to help them stay clean and dry, if you know what I'm saying. And so mm -hmm. it's really important that they have a support system of people that not only care, but but do want to uh, see what's best for them. Because I'll tell you, I, I've known recovery for many years and I've seen a lot of different things happen and I never knock some way, somebody's way that they got free because it's different for right. different people. Mm -hmm. But we all know that some of the key things is to help the brain heal, which takes time and getting them back on track, but giving them back their dignity. Yes. The dignity has been robbed. The, the devil is a liar and, you know, he will, you know, make them feel about this big. And so when someone comes alongside of them, like what y'all are doing is it, it reminds me of the Good Samaritan, you know, mm -hmm. uh, because the Good Samaritan, you know, there were some people, you know, and I'm not if, if you're watching this broadcast, I'm not talking about you. OK, you know, my opinion, <laughs> religion, OK, religion says you have to relationship says you get to. OK, mm -hmm. but the religious people walked out right on by and let that dude hanging out there. OK, on the flip side of that, the Samaritan, the least expected person. <laughs> the least expected person not only took this guy and helped him out, bandaged him up, took him to the inn and said, take care of him. And if here's the money. And if it takes more than that, when I come back through, I'll take care of it. That's what <laughs> Hustle is doing. Hustle is saying, I will pick you up at the laundromat you've been living in for two days. I will pick you up at the trap house. I will come over here. I will put you in my car. We'll grab some food. We'll get you there and we'll do it. We'll hunt you down. <laughs> she will. <What? laughs> She'll hunt you down. <laughs> I'll, I'll hunt you down. Yeah. Hunt you down. That's right. So, 
you know, so I, I really, I love what you guys are doing. And I want to make sure that I get the website on here for uh, people. And I should have already had this in my little chat stream, but uh, I want to put it in there. And I know that their web designer has not finished their website. So you might look at it and go, well, there's not a lot of information, but there is a tons of information uh, available when you reach out to them. And I'm going to put are, Also on our Facebook page. page is the best place yeah. to see our activities. In there because you can scroll through and see the lives that have been changed as a result of what they're doing. Uh, you know, they're helping people whenever people feel helpless. And that, in my opinion, is ministry. And so you guys be prepared for what God's doing. He's not going to stop. He's going to keep on opening doors. And it's so incredible to see uh, what he's done so far. So can we talk numbers? I know you guys have got a substantial amount of people. How many people have you guys got into a facility? Can you well, say honest, that? We don't know exactly right now, but we do know it's, 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 it's upwards of 400. It's upwards of 400. Now all of those people haven't, haven't stayed in treatment, but we do have a really good success rate. And one of these days when I get some time, when I'm not always out on the road, I can actually come up with the exact numbers. So <laughs> You're going to need it. I know you've got like a big binder that you carry around yes. with all of these. Where she goes. Yes. <laughs> Next time, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Yeah. Girl, that's a lot. Of people that's in 18 lot. months. Yeah. yeah. And we, it is definitely God led because to be honest, we, we have no idea what we're doing. We're, we're, just, we're, we're just following God's will. And, and this is what the direction that he's taken us. And, and yeah, definitely. And it's just, it, it feels right. And we know it's, we're helping other people. So it's definitely God led. Yes, absolutely. And I can see the hand of God all over it because he is all about his people. He loves people. He loves humanity. You know, it, that's why, you know, the Bible tells us in John three sixteen that God so loved the world. Mm -hmm. And as people, a lot of times we don't do so good at loving. And whenever you are willing to love the unlovable, because let me tell you what, when people are in active addiction, they can be pretty daggone. Right. I'm just like, <laughs> well, just you like know, slap wants to come on me. I'm just like, stop it. One of my little things that I always say at the end of our posts and when I talk to, to people is, you know, if nobody told you today, I love you and I believe in you and God's going to see you through this. And you'd be surprised at the number of people who tell me, it's been years since someone told them that they love them, you know, and I, I just, it breaks my heart because I can't imagine that. I mean, I've got Chanel and my kids and my extended family and everybody in hustle recovery. I hear, I love you every day. Right. Um, and that's kind of a big deal for people is just to know that, Hey, you know, somebody does care, mm -hmm. you know, and, and when you show them that you, that, that you actually do care a lot of times that'll give them that change of heart that they need. So. Yeah, that's so incredibly important. It's funny. I was at lunch today with one of my colleagues and dear friends, sister in Christ, that we do ministry together. And we were talking about, you know, our word for 2022. You know, what's our word going to be? And she had literally, I had taken her as some essential oil and the name of it was called Loved. But no, she said that that's, and, and Friday she has an interview and I said, what are you going to talk about? She said, I'm going to talk about love. And I was like, man, that's so good. And I was like, what is your word going to be for 2022? And she said, I think it's going to be love. And I'm like, <laughs> that's what changes because the Bible talks about 
perfect love cast out fear. And the perfect love comes from God. I mean, we love each other, you know, uh, we love what people do and, and so forth. And we love in different types of, of uh, relationships. But man, when the love of the father gets in there and let's face it, and you guys could probably attest to this. I know I can. My dad, my dad had addiction issues. You know, he had all kinds of uh, lawlessness, if you will, and things like that. And so I did not get the love of the father, right? The love of the natural father. But so, so many people that are struggling, uh, there's a root. There is a father wound. There is trauma. There is exposure to what we call Clinically, we call these things ACEs, adverse childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. And so there are so many people that you guys are dealing with where the roots are really deep. Mm -hmm. So I don't want you to get discouraged when you see some people come and then they go and then they come and then they go and so forth. Because the reality is, is that it, it, it's it's a struggle. That's why you got to hustle to stay clean. So tell them what the hustle acronym means. I screwed it up earlier. I was That's telling okay. about it and I totally screwed it up. So <laughs> hustle stands for how you survive this life every day. And if you've ever been out there in addiction, you know exactly what hustling is. Yeah. I mean, you're hustling to sleep somewhere tonight. You're hustling to eat. You're hustling to get high. It's a constant hustle. It's, uh, it's absolutely tiring. Um, so, what we try to do is show people there's a new way to hustle. Um, there's a new way that you can survive this life every day. And we believe you can do it through recovery. Mm -hmm. I love it. Recovery happens, y'all. Listen, it's not just for some, it's for all. You it's know, better on this side. That's right. What? It's better on this side. <laughs> yes, oh man, so much better. You know, I, I don't have pictures of what y'all looked like before, but I'm sure that you didn't look as, as you do now. <laughs> on you and you know it ta it takes a toll on you emotionally physically spiritually uh it's just it's it's such a hard thing so if you're watching this broadcast and you're thinking well yeah that's good for them they were able to do it but that's not me i'm too far gone no one is too far gone there's no, no one too far no gone. you woke up and you have a pulse god has a plan for your life and and recovery is the first step to you taking um charge of your life taking your life back because your life has been stolen from you. So I just want to encourage you guys. The website is here as well as I want you to also, I'm going to ask you guys to go to the Facebook page yeah. and on the Facebook page, make sure that you go over and you like uh, their page. Yes, please. There's the, hold on a second. Do I have the Facebook page? Is it? Hmm. It's at host recovery. INC. Okay. I'm going to pull it up here and get it. Because uh, I want them to have that because I want them to to continue to have, if they like it and they'll get notifications, then people can be praying and understand that it's super important that you actually, here it is. I've got it here. If anybody, uh, if anybody would be willing to help us out with our website, I'm... I'm all for that because there is nothing on our website, to be honest with you. Everything that's on there is all I know how to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> who, what, who, who is your uh, web person? I mean, or who Me. is your website? <laughs> so what is your like, GoDaddy or who, who, what you got? Oh, is that it's a Google domain name. It's a Google domain. Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't know about Google. I don't know about Google. But listen, if you are a web designer and you want to bless someone that's blessing others, 
please reach out to them. And if you can't find them, reach out to me and I'll make sure that you find them because um, they they need more of a presence. And that's part of the reason I wanted to have them on here tonight is because I want people to know that people recover. And I want people to know what people are doing. Because it, look, if you would have looked at them years ago, you wouldn't be thinking, oh, they're, you know, okay. yeah, and they're shaking their head going, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little less than three years ago, I was on my way to prison. There it uh, is. We actually both were. Mm -hmm. there, now, now we do recovery court. Yep. So <laughs> God's brought us a very long ways. <laughs> And I know firsthand because I was actually over at the courthouse with Troy and John the other day, uh, and they literally, they came to support someone who is facing charges. So I haven't, I, it's been a long time. I mean, I'm in recovery and I love all the programs and I love all the people that you mentioned that you, that you, you know, you partner with because we all partner together yes, and so forth. But whenever it comes down to it at the end of the day, walking life out. And meeting people where they're at is the biggest thing you can do. So if you don't know what to say to someone uh, that's hurting, get them in contact with uh, Troy and Chanel because they will. Yeah. They will oh, yeah. share with them uh, the benefits. And there are benefits of being clean. And yeah. I'll tell you, you will never regret getting getting recovery. You'll never regret no, it. So, that's right. All right. Well, if you guys could leave the audience with a key, because you all know I'm all about the keys, right? That's so. Right. Um, who wants to start? Um, my piece is just that I, I'm build. We're building. I want to build an, a recovery empire with. And we're all of us who are in recovery are soldiers, and we wear our everything that we've been through and our scars and all the hurt and everything that we've done wrong. And but we wear those up as a badge of honor to be able to fight and to save help save other people's lives. Right. I love that because transparency is a problem. You know, people have been anonymous for years about recovery and I understand the foundation of that and I understand why it has to be. But when people are real and they're being uh, they're they're willing to say, hey, that's me. That's when other people say, wait a minute, you know, because before yeah. they they're they're like nobody was talking about it. Right. So that's good. Go ahead, Troy. Touch on what she said. You know, it, it reminds me of a verse, uh, Romans 8, 28, where it says, for those in Christ, all things happen for the great, greater good. And yeah. that word all to me means even the bad things that we go through. Yeah. Um, I believe God allows us to go through those things to give us our testimony. Yes. Um, that way, like I said before, if, if you haven't been there, it's hard to relate to someone that's in that situation. So, I feel like God put us through what we went through in our addiction to give us a testimony and give us a a, a passion for loving on other people that are going through that. So, yeah, being His hands and feet, and I love that. That's one of my life scriptures because you know all things work together for the good of those. I'm gonna finish it for you, okay? Of those who love God and are called according to His purpose. There you because go. If you're out there hating on God. Don't expect to be getting your breakthrough soon. I'm just saying, if you want to get right, right God, <laughs> I will have a conversation with you because He loves you. He loves you. He will never. He loves you right now, wherever you're at, and He will he never love you more or less because He loves you regardless of your circumstances. But He loves you enough to like. It's with our kids. Our kids get disciplined, right? You know, if we let Johnny eat nothing but sugar, he's going to get sick. And if God allows us to stay in that dysfunct, he, we're going to get messed up and we're going to get sick. But, you know, he doesn't cause it. 
but man, he can sure cure it. He yes. can sure cure it. Our bad choices, you know, our uh, insecurities, our uh, traumas, our inability to feel and want to cover up the pain. Because listen, if you were watching this and you're going, oh, well, it's just, you know, Maggie talking about drug addiction again. You have to understand that everybody has pain. And I don't mm -hmm. care who you are, where you're at, because we live in a fallen world and the devil is real. And the, and the scriptures tell us in John 10, 10, that the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. So if you are under a, an active addiction, your life is, is probably been robbed. You know, your life has been beat up on. And, and, the, and the ultimate thing is, is if you stay in that place, it's going to be death or jail. Mm -hmm. And neither one of those are good. Only two places it ends. It's, it always ends at that. And, and and it doesn't have to. That doesn't have to be your story. So I'm, I don't know who we're talking to tonight, but I just keep feeling like I keep need to run that home because it's so important. that. Yeah. And it just takes that first action step of calling and saying, you know what? I've seen the broadcast. I know you guys have been through it. I'm going through it. What's my next step? And just take oh, it one day at a time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Call me. laughs> I love it. I love it. So I thank you guys so much for taking the time to be on here with me tonight, because Thanks this is an incredibly important uh, timing for this broadcast, because at Christmas time, okay, yeah. uh, the holidays, depression is real. Mm -hmm. We've got suicide rates that are astronomical. People are hurting. People are operating in fear. They don't know what to do. And they're trying to survive on their own. And you cannot do it on your own. You're not created. That's why they're talking about we have a family, an army of people yeah. that are coming on the other side because we heal in community. And I always use the analogy is the banana that gets stealed away from the bunch that gets eaten. And you will get eaten. If you're out there on your own and you think you can make it. Listen, you're not designed to make it on your own. No. You can cast your care on the Lord and you can get around like-minded people who want to see you thrive and not just survive. They want to see you walk yeah. in your freedom that Jesus died for you to. These two can tell you they've been walking it out a while. Was it easy? Uh, no, no, it's never it gets easy. easier. It, it does it, get easier. It, that's for easier. it does. It does get easier. And listen, anything too easy isn't really worth having. I mean, I'm just going to say we've got to have some skin in the game. So consider what we've said here tonight. Listen to go and go look at their page. Scroll back. Look at some of the faces of the people that they've helped get into uh, facilities. And if you have a loved one that's hurting, don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You stand, you pray. Don't yeah. Don't enable. Don't enable. Okay. okay. Uh, Chanel, talk about that for a minute. Just share <laughs> with them because there's probably people watching this because everybody's been touched by addiction. Everybody's yeah, got a yeah. brother, sister, son, daughter, whatever. Talk about what that looks like. When especially having somebody that you like, I see it all the time, you know, the, the parents calling for their children who are, who need help and, and they love them. I mean, it, we all love, love our children and they, they, so they were, they want to do anything that they can to help them. But you know, the, the $10 for gas here, or, you know, give them a place to stay every once in a while, you know, in, in reality, you know, it might help them for that, that night or whatever but it, it's not in the long run it doesn't um it, they well, it's, need, it's robbing them of that rock bottom yeah, is what they, it's doing they've got to hit that rock bottom and it's and it's making it so they're kind of floating above it um they've got to really hit that rock bottom and, and it's hard to do you know because you you want to take care of, of the person that you love um sure. and you want to make sure that they're okay and if, if that 
night on at, at your house is going to help that or the $10 you feel is going to help that. But in, in reality, it's, it doesn't, you know, they, if they've got to. A lot of times when we're in addiction, anything that especially our parents do for us while we're in addiction is just going to enable us, right. enable us to continue our addiction. Right. Um, so it, it's really hard when we have to counsel, especially with mothers, um, because a mom always wants to do for the babies, always. Um, and it's a hard thing, but you really do have to pull back and, and really not do anything because if they don't hit that rock bottom, then they don't have a stepping stone to step off of to a better life. Um, because unfortunately as addicts, we got to hit rock bottom before we stop. The best thing to do for, for them is to just encourage them to get help, encourage them to go to treatment, encourage them. That is, give them a ride. Tell them, oh, you need a ride? I'll take, I'll take you to treatment. You need somewhere to stay? I can, treatment, they've got a bed for you. Yeah. Are you hungry? <laughs> They'll feed you while you're at treatment. You yeah. know, any, that's the, that's what's going to help. You just got to keep cramming it down the throat, yes. unfortunately. Um, but again, that's one of the things we're here to help with. Yeah. If you're a parent and, and you have a child that's dealing with addiction, um, someone Tough on our love. team has the same story that child has. Yeah. Um, if you'll reach out to us, we'll be more than happy to get in contact with them. Um, cause something we understand about addiction or a question we ask is never why the addiction it's why the pain, yeah. um, addiction always is, is comes from some type of trauma, you know, or, or something that's happened in your life, whether it being feelings of inadequacy or, um, you didn't quite fit in or. It, it can be so many different things sure. because everything affects everyone differently. So yeah, if, if you're out there and you have a loved one that is, is struggling with addiction, please reach out to us. Yeah. Um, Encourage either treatment. me or Chanel or one of our other team members will be more than happy to get a hold of them. Um, because one of the main things that we do here isn't just get you into treatment. We're, we're That's here just to listen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you just need somebody to talk to because you're going through something, like I said, um, I guarantee you there's someone we know that's that's got at least part of your story in their story. So we can definitely relate. We could definitely help. That's so good. That's so good. Well, listen, you guys, you heard it right here on Keys to Your Best Life that help is available. And uh, probably never in his wildest dreams did Troy think putting that post out there would start uh, a movement. No. Uh, recovery <laughs> is, is more than just, uh, you know, uh, facilitating getting people into treatment. It is a movement of people that have struggled standing up, dusting themselves off, saying, come on, man, I've been there. I'm going to walk with you. Yes. And that's beautiful. Yeah. And so I want you guys to come back in September because I'm going to have them give their full uh, testimony. We'll keep it PG-13. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just want to encourage you that if you're watching this, that you need to share your story because uh, sharing your story enables someone to say, okay, then I'm if, if God can help you, he can help me too. And Thank it's very loved. clear that he has no respect for a person, what he's done uh, for Chanel and for Troy and for myself and the countless others is been there and he will rescue you. And your story matters. It really matters. Now, 
make sure that you're emotionally stable, that it just it doesn't trigger you to go back into the bondage, right? You got to make sure that it's not, you know, all of that, but your story matters and it will encourage someone else. Get yeah. them to come alongside of you. And you don't have to be very far down the road either. You just can be a few steps in front of somebody to reach back and pull them. That's, okay? right. That's right. But don't put yourself in a situation where you're, you're having to pull people. People are pulling you down. Yes. Trying while you're trying to pull them up. If I climb up on my desk right now, gravity says someone's going to be able to pull me down a lot easier and I pull them up. So mm -hmm. you got to use wisdom and discernment, but recovery happens. And it says in the book of Revelation that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And that's what the devil's after. He doesn't want you to know about the blood of the lamb, Jesus Christ. And he does not want your testimony out there where you can help someone else because stories matter. So mm -hmm. I want to thank you guys. God bless you. Thank you for all you do. You're forever in my prayer as well as the prayers of others. And listen, whoever that web designer is, please bless them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys here next time on Keys to Your Best Life. God bless. Thank God you. God bless. Thank you. <laughs>